Welcome back to Summer Breakfast. You're with Michael Karianis and James Magnuson this morning. Big congratulations to Michael Karianis. It's his fourth wedding anniversary. After this, he's straight out to buy some flowers and fruit <laughs> for his lovely wife to thank him for staying with him. Thank her thank for him. staying with him for four years. Uh, MC, you've been up all night. Sick yeah. child. Yes. You're a little bit rattled this morning. Yes. So... Leave all the research today to me. Oh, this hey, is why we, we need fact checkers. Yeah, it's a little <laughs> bit dangerous. I was listening to the news before, and I heard a car crash through a building in Horningsea Park, mm. which reminded me a little bit of this. Horny, <laughs> horny, horny. Come on, ramp it up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, is that the best ever? The best ever. Uh, a little bit like, it reminded me a bit of your... Wedding night. <laughs> With your wedding night, uh, we've we've changed the game yesterday. So it was the fast minute with mm. MC, which yes. is a statement that you had one minute yes. to, to comment on. Yeah. But in a tribute to your wedding night, we've changed it now to 30 seconds. <laughs> fast 30. <laughs> Past 30. After a text in from your wife, who is a big fan of the show, oh, yeah, big we've gone from <laughs> minute of madness to the Fast 30 with MC. Uh, remember, you can text us during the show, 0457 736 736 is the Edgewater Homes text line. Uh, Carl from Canala is texting. He said, hey, Missile, I'm a new member at your gym. I'm having trouble booking a class <laughs> this morning. Yeah, thanks, Carl. <laughs> Uh, so many texts coming through yes. saying it's Seinfeld. I'm sorry. I apologize. Seinfeld. Yep. Chuck's come in here. Ben's come in here. Tom Costigan's come in here. Everyone telling well, me Seinfeld, Seinfeld, Seinfeld. Okay, I apologize. It is Seinfeld. I won't say it again. Uh, Missile, what about a mango cheesecake? Surely you'd have fruit in that, Bakes. Mango cheesecake? I don't have I haven't had, had a mango, mango cheesecake. cheesecake. I think I've had a passion Fruit yeah, I'm not a huge cake. fan of passion fruit cheesecake. I just want that straight continental cheesecake. Yeah. I love cheesecake, though. Cheesecake is good. What about a mango pancake? When if you do, like... Um, no, I haven't had that. Does your wife cook you? Yum cha. Because I know you don't no, make yum, pancakes. Yum cha, yum cha. You can have them. Mango pancakes, they're outstanding. Is yum cha Chinese? I think it is, isn't it? So you have a mango pancake at Chinese restaurant. They're good. Anyone okay. that's had a mango pancake, let us know. They are outstanding. Well, okay. Chuck was giving it a big thumbs up, um, producer. Producer Chuck loves it. Well, if that's your measure of what's normal, then you're in trouble. Uh, Hyde Park Hill says, Missile, your honesty and directness of opinion is very refreshing. I love how you don't sit on the fence. How do you think the Eels will go this year? Top eight. So I've got Eels, Cowboys, Rabbits back into the top eight. Yep. Knights, Raiders... And Sharks missing the top eight. Yeah, it's hard to... I think the Raiders are the most obvious one to fall out of the... Actually, wait till your Fast 30. This might come up in your Fast 30. Okay. I know you've got the Bulldogs in your top eight, don't you? Mm. (laughs) All right. In 2035. (laughs) (laughs) We're building. 20-year plan. We're building. Hey, we did win Harold Matt's jersey flag. I know. And were winning New South Wales Cup for a large portion until we had to draw all those players up into first grade. You've won countless reserve grade titles. Well done. Parramatta have won lots of Matson Ball Grands finals. Awesome stuff. That's outstanding. You're rude. Well, it's, it's, it's like false hope. All right. It's your fourth wedding anniversary. So in tribute to your wedding night, 
We've got the Fast 30 with MC. 30 seconds to comment on these statements, MC. Yep. 30 seconds. Des Hasler will lead the Gold Coast Titans to the finals this season. No, he won't. Um, I, I don't think that the Titans have that complete roster. AJ Brimson at centre, I'm not sure sure about. Jaden Campbell at, at fullback, I like. And, you know, the, the trouble for Justin Holbrook last year was trying to find both those players um, involved in the game for 80 minutes. If, you know, if Des Hasler can unlock that, then, you know, th- they will improve. But... I just don't like uh, their depth. Obviously, they got Fafita and Tino and Futawaka in that forward pack. Quite impressive. But just missing the eight for mine, the Gold Coast Titans. Whoa, that was big. <laughs> was it? That was an aggressive one. <laughs> I'm not making any more references. I'm not doing it. I know what you're thinking at home. I know what you're thinking at home. I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it. I'm not going there. All right. 30 seconds, MC. Ben Hunt departs the Dragons post-state of origin to relocate to Queensland. No, I don't think so. I think Ben Hunt not only plays out this year at the Dragons, he fulfills his contract next year at at St. George, Illawarra. Um, All indications are that he's happy under new coach Shane Flanagan. Obviously, not having um, the roster around him will will prove to be frustrating, but the Dragons have shown they're not going to let him go. Um, He definitely won't be there next... He definitely will, will be there this year, and I think he'll see out next year because, what is he, 33, 34? Not a lot of people have $900,000 to accommodate that in their cap. All right. Oh. Holy smokes. Tom Trebojevic remains injury-free and leads the Sea Eagles to top four. Agree. I'm there. Um, I I think that if he can play 20-plus games, Manly finish in the top four. Not through just Tom Trebojevic alone, but Luke Brooks, Kula, Olakowatu, Saab, Garrick, Cherry Evans. That's points, mate. There's points galore in the Manly Seagulls. Um, I think they've got an outstanding roster. Um, I think Tom Trevojevic, I hope, Tom Trevojevic will get through, play those 20 games, and Manly will finish in the top four. You don't have him in your top eight. We'll come to that after this. The Fast 30 with Michael Karianis. Not me. The Melbourne Storm miss out on a top eight spot for the first time since 2010. No, disagree. Melbourne will finish in the top eight, uh, fight again for the top four. When you're, you know, you've got Munster, Hughes, Grant, and hopefully Pappenhausen back. We talk about Tom Trevojevic playing 20-plus games. Let's hope Pappenhausen can play 20-plus games mm. for, for the Melbourne Storm. And um, If they all play, they're the four best spine players in the, in the competition. You put if, anyone, if, if Pappenhausen plays all those game what, games, where does Fayalongo fit in? Uh, off the bench to start with, and there, there'll be naturally an injury somewhere in the back line, and as soon as there's one injury, they can shift McMeany around or Fayalongo. Joey Manu departs the Sydney Roosters to head to Rugby Union. Um, No. No, he'll see out the year, definitely at the Roosters. He's not going to break his deal early. Um, we saw reports last week that um, if he does leave the Roosters, it will be for a long stint. St- speaking of people at the Roosters in the last couple of days. They're still hopeful that if he does go to rugby, it will only be a short stint and he'll be back at the Roosters at the midway point through next season. So Joey Manu, he's flirting with it. Whether he takes it up or not, I'm not sure. But if he does, I hope it's a short stint and he commits long-term to the Roosters. Just... Holy smokes, Dan. It is just go to a, Just go to another club, Joey. There is life outside the Roosters. You'll probably get more money in NRL anyway. He would get NRL more money, but he doesn't anyway. want to. 
Far out. He's bought it. Is that a cult, the Roosters? No, it's... You got Surely, if I ever come back, it'll be to the Roosters. Give me a break. Sonny Bill, if I ever come back, it'll be to the Roosters. You're allowed to respect There is the life loyalty. outside of the eastern suburbs. That's so coming from someone that lives Bondi. in Bondi. Uh, James Tedesco loses the number one jersey in Michael Maguire's new look blue side. Let's listen to the audio first. I definitely am looking at the form right now, for sure. Um, yeah, obviously history is one thing, but I'm looking forward. Uh, we want to create it too. Uh, and I think yeah, when you're in really good form, and that's what I have learnt, you know, sort of uh, at the international space, good form, you take that into uh, the arena uh, and, it, and, it, and it breathes around the group. It builds, it builds a lot of confidence and belief. So uh, players that you know, I guess you guys are talking about in really good form is something there that uh, you know, I'll be aware of, you know, that they go out and they, they perform well for their teams. And you know, I want the New South Wales players to be the best within their teams. Uh, so they're coming into this arena at their best. 30 seconds. Uh, I think James Tedesco will start the series at fullback. Obviously, lots can happen between now and, and when Origin 1 kicks off. But whether or not he retains the jersey throughout the series, I'm not sure. I think he'll get first crack. But if New South Wales lose game one, I think the loyalty factor will be gone. Um, and we'll see a, a new New South Wales fullback, whether that's Pappenhausen, Dylan Edwards, Travojevic, Latrell. Who knows? There's plenty of options there for New South Wales, but obviously there's, uh, his jersey is in a precarious state. All right, last but not least, you will buy a wedding anniversary gift that doesn't meet the approval of Mrs. MC, and as such, you'll be sleeping on the couch tonight. No, no, my wife is uh, very gracious in terms of receiving gifts, so I'm very lucky in that respect, generally because I, I buy her good ones, I'd suggest to you, so we'll be right. Um, we haven't got anything yet. Yeah, that's all right. We're, ta- we're going out for dinner. Isn't that enough? No, not enough. We just had Christmas. Can I ask a question? 30 yeah. seconds. Beautiful. Bang. Love done. your work. Uh, big shout out to MC's wedding night. 30 seconds. The Fast 30. Uh, when you get married. Yes. All right, here's a first question. When you get engaged, do you then celebrate the date of engagement, not the date you started dating? No, no. I think once we were engaged, we still we still celebrated our first date, um, but then that gets usurped by the wedding date. Okay. But for us, it's all a week apart anyway. So do you remember the date that you started dating? First time I got her number was Valentine's Day. Mm. Okay. So, and then a couple of days later... But we do you went, consider we that you start dating? Well, it's somewhere... But we sort of... So the, then we went out on a date. I think it was about three or four days later. Yeah. But it's always a, that. But at what date did you say we're not going to see other people? That's when that, you start dating. Well, that's always the, the interesting one. Is it a conversation? Is it assumed? Yeah. Is it when you first went out? See, boys are hopeless at this. You've got to have the conversation. About what the date is? Or... No, about if like any single guys yes. I know, if you ask them, oh, are you officially dating? They're like, oh, I don't know. Um, and you're like, well, just say it. But you know, though. Deep down, you know. Not everybody knows. They're not mind readers. Mm. Uh, but yeah, I think we had a conversation and that was it. Done. Okay. But, but now, it... now we celebrate our wedding anniversary. Yeah. So. But as I said, they're a week apart. Our wedding anniversary is the So this is, this is the week of love in the MC <laughs> household. Is that right? Yeah. yeah. Leading from now into Valentine's Day. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. It's awesome at home. My wife's. Well, she's pregnant, so yeah. What's the rules there? <laughs> Sorry, I'm new to this thing. 
Uh, <laughs> I'm going to change subject. Ricky Ponting has spoken for the first time following the announcement that he'll coach the Washington Freedom in the U.S. Major League Cricket. You got any appetite for U.S. cricket? No. Mm. You? I'm interested to see how it takes off because uh, from a rugby league perspective as well to see, you know, if they engage in, in sports that they're not natural Look, with. I think rugby league is a really exciting product. Does cricket have the same... Value. There is a, a world. There audience. is a T Twenty World Cup there later this year. Well, we'll find well, out. I'll be interested. I'm definitely interested to see how it goes. Let's hear what Ricky Ponting had to say about taking this coaching role. You know, I've spoken to a lot of the guys that had been at MLC last year. You know, Shane Watson coached there last year. Um, you know, my connections obviously at the IPL have got a small share in, in staking one of the teams as well. So I'd heard a lot about it. Heard a lot of great things about it. Um, and I think it's just the tip of the iceberg was where you know cricket potentially heads in the US. So. I just feel it was a really good opportunity for me to, to get involved now um, in a you know really well-run team that had some good success last year and hopefully uh, get involved now and bring more success to the, the Washington Freedom this season. I love doing it. That's the reason. That's the reason I'm I'm here today. I, I love being involved in these tournaments. You know, I love coaching. Gets me back closer to the playing days. And you know, when you when you finish playing and that you know you get up and you're used to competing every day of your life, and then one day the the competitive stuff is not there anymore. Um, the coaching side of it for me is what's been able to take me back closest to playing again. So, you know, the game's in my blood, coaching's in my blood, working with the best players in the world is something that's really exciting. Tell you why it's in, in your blood. A couple of reasons. Big, big bickies, I'd have thought, Ooh, to yeah. go over and coach in America. But the other thing, so swimming coaching, you get up at 4.30 or on full <laughs> deck at 5. Rain, hail, shine, yeah. outdoors in the elements. Cricket, ah, nice hours, come in, mentor the players. Mm. Bit different. but. Yeah. That's exciting. Cricket in America. Who knows? Ricky Ponting is going to join Matt White 9 a.m. today. So nice. we'll hear it firsthand from Ricky. It's the home of sport, Sydney, SEN, 1170 a.m. We'll be back with more texts after this. We're here for Brighton's Lawyers. Unable to work due to injury or illness, contact Brighton's Lawyers. And in just a moment, Hemi Goodman's back from Sportsbet. And we've got a chance for you to win $1 million. Welcome back to Summer Breakfast with MC and the Missile. Heaps of text coming through our text line, 0457 736 736. Thanks to Edgewater Homes. Tabman says, Missile, MC is a lightweight. Mr. and Mrs. Tabman have been married 34 years. Wow. Jewelry, jewelry is an excellent gift and dirty holidays. Dirty holidays. You know what springs to mind there. Well, actually... I didn't want to say it too early. I was going to wait till the end of the show, but hey, we're here now. I've rung around at SEN and we've bought you an anniversary gift. Not me. You and your wife. No, is it for me? You and your wife. We've bought you and your wife a wedding anniversary gift. Okay. Put the hat around and everyone's okay, chipped yep, in a little bit yep. of money. Lots we've of got cash. you. Night at the Shangri-La. No. Okay. A half-day stay at the Parramatta <laughs> Hotel. <laughs> Use that how you may, <laughs> how you wish. <laughs> uh, Andrew says, no need for any other gifts other than dinner, MC. As a father of four, enjoy the serenity now. Mm. Another text came through. I've been married 27 years. Was unaware of the not seeing other people rule. <laughs> Holy. Uh, <laughs> Black Stump Eel says, MC strolling into the bedroom tonight in the pink jock strap to Sugar by Def Leppard. We'll have to play that. I don't know that. Do you know that song? I think so. I think so. I think so. Uh, Western Sydney Eagle says, just get the love God on and get all this crap over and done with. Lol. Who's the love God? Richard Mercer. 
You don't oh. remember him? He used to be on was it Mix 106.5 back in the day. Mm. And he used to do love song dedications. He was outstanding. The footy players used to ring up and pretend that they were, you know, oh, you know, I was broken down by the side of the road and this lovely man named Jack came and saved me. <laughs> Here's Sugar by Def Leppard. I don't know this song. We'll get to the words eventually. Big intro. Oh, yeah, I could see you strutting into this. <laughs> I like it. All wax. All wax. Straight into the, the half-day hotel in Parramatta. $85. All right, well, we better get to Hemi Goodman. Time now for Make this. it look easy with sports bet. Chances are you're about to lose. What about this MC guy, Hemi? Love Machine. I mean, mate, hey, get, get around the Love Machine. Uh, fourth <laughs> wedding anniversary today. Uh, we've had a bit of a request come through. Have we got a market? Will he get to five years? <laughs> <laughs> anniversary. I'll tell you what, though. Here's, here's the Love Machine. Not a hell of a lot of value. A dollar oh one to get to yeah. five oh, years. Oh, nice work, so, um, MC. Yeah. Ha- have a great day, MC. Enjoy it. Thank you, mate. Hey, Hemi, have you got a way for us to become millionaires? I do, I do. I live to give me soul, you know that. And uh, yeah, but some exciting news around the million dollar fish, which we've spoken about a little bit uh, over the last couple of weeks on the show up in the Northern Territory. Mm. Now, you've got to go to milliondollarfish.com.au, get yourself up there. Uh, we've had nine, 10,000 fish, uh, $10,000 fish have now been caught, but we really want the million dollars to go off. So a couple of $10,000 fish swimming around um, and another 12 of those have actually been upgraded and they're now worth a million bucks. So if you get up to the NT, there's now 24 fish swimming around up there that are worth a million dollars. If you catch a tagged fish, oh. you've actually now got a one in four chance it's worth a million bucks. So uh, that's the exciting news today. That's pretty I'm, cool. I'm assuming Vossi and Brandy are, are up there on their fishing yep. trip at the moment. So good luck, boys. Hopefully they can catch one. But uh, yeah, get yourself up there because uh, it could be well worth it. What if you catch a crocodile that ate a million dollar fish? And you find the tag inside a crocodile. Where does your mind take you? Well, I'm just thinking up in the Northern Territory, how many of these fish have been eaten? (laughs) Yeah, a bit of a grey area there, Miss. I might have to take that one on notice. Uh, I suppose it would depend on how much of the fish is still, uh, you know, um, recognisable as a fish. But uh, look, I'll I'll report back tomorrow. I'll get a bit of clarity for you on that one. But um, yeah, it's certainly an interesting question. (laughs) (laughs) We'll play that. Back to safer areas for MC Night and NRL. Uh, I've got some team top try scorers. Maybe can we go the three of us, our teams? Can we start with MC's Dragons? Yeah, sure. All right, I'll take you to the Dragons uh, first. I'd actually scroll down a lot. Thursday threesome. Which I thought, which I thought, <laughs> scroll down. I, I prepared a little Thursday threesome for uh, for MC's uh, anniversary, but I'll, I'll go to the track. <laughs> uh, well, someone said Michaeli, Daddy Holidays. Uh, <laughs> Michaeli Ravalawa, dollar uh, oh, yeah. twenty five, is, is a favourite there, as you probably would have would expect. It. Tyrell Sloan and Zach Lomax are getting at the eight dollar mark. Uh, so that's the Dragons for you in a nutshell, Missile. How much was Sloan? Eight bucks. To finish as the Dragons' leading try scorer. Yeah, but that's for first grade, not New South Wales Cup, MC. That's interesting. $8. <laughs> He's not going to have to score a lot of tries. Nah, Ravalawa would get a truckload. Mm, yeah, interesting. In their three wins. Uh, <laughs> all right, what about the Bulldogs, Hemi? But, uh, the Fox, $1.36. Oh, yeah. Uh, Jacob Kiro has 7 bucks, and, and Stephen Crichton's there 
uh, at the $7 mark as mm. well. So you're getting, you know, tough to see the Fox getting knocked off, but a little bit of value in some of those other ones there. And, and your then my Tigers? Boys, the West Tigers. Yeah, well, a three-way tie at the top, crowded at the top, so much depth at the Tigers. Missile, this is where we're probably coming into a bit of uh, trouble at the Tigers. We've got Charlie Stain, the Forbes Ferrari, Jareem Buller, and Junior Tupo, uh, $3.10 for mm. all three of those guys. But all 17 teams, they're all priced up. Um, we've got in nice and early at sports, but footy's only a couple of weeks away. But the top team prize scorers are live on the app now. And what's your threesome Thursday? Yeah, my Thursday threesome, I, I've just built some out of... Uh, a couple of the clubs here for the, the top team try scorer. I'm looking at Greg Marju to be the top Newcastle Knights try scorer at a dollar forty. Brian To'o for the Panthers at a dollar eighty, and Khan Pereira for the Titans at a dollar thirty six. So that Thursday threesome will get you three dollars forty two. It's a bit of a slow burn that one, obviously through the season, but um, get on there. You can multi them together. Uh, it, it's a really great market to get around. And talking love, Hemi, for those that don't know, Hemi is a real Donald Bradman. I met Hemi's lovely girlfriend. Uh, how long have you been together, Hemi? <laughs> We've actually been together three years uh, now. So, um, I mean, they grow up so fast, don't they, Miss <laughs> uh, you know, She hasn't stacked me yet, and every day is a blessing for me. So, uh, very, very uh, grateful and aware that I'm uh, batting well above my average. Overs, unders on the drop knee? Oh, look, uh, I might have to take that one on notice. a bit like the... Uh, <laughs> rattle, rattle. Yeah, all right. <laughs> Thanks, Hemi. Talk soon. Have a good one, boys. Chat tomorrow. Make it look easy with Sportsbet. Chances are you're about to lose. For free and confidential support, visit gamblinghelponline.org.au. Thanks, Vanessa. Breakfast powered by Kubota for over 40 years. We've been making tomorrow matter, shaping and building Australia together. If you're just waking up, here's some of what's making news. The Rabbitohs have announced overnight that this will be Tom Burgess's final season in the NRL. He'll head over to the Super League from next season on a, a three-year deal worth, ah, question mark, with Huddersfield. What do you reckon Tom Burgess will get? I'm going to oh. say 300,000 pounds. Yeah, I was about to say half a mil, Aussie, roughly. I don't know what the conversion yeah. is. about two oh. to one. Yeah, I was going to say about two half a mil, so that's not... Yeah. Because he doesn't count as a quota. But as I said, the interesting thing is that he's not going to brother Sam's team. Sam Burgess coaches Warrington. Uh, he's opted to go to Huddersfield. Come to the Bulldogs, Tom. Come to the Bulldogs. No middles. Mm. You know who I think's in for a big year? Max King. There. I said it. Last year, he had the rib cartilage injury. He had a foot injury. He played on through all of it. Started the season really well. And there was origin whispers. Might have been for Bulldogs fans. I don't know. But. I think he's in for a bit. He just needs some help. Yeah, he does. Former Manly High Performance Manager Don Singe has broken in, uh, broken down in tears at the coronial inquest into the death of Keith Titmus, saying that NRL clubs perhaps need to overhaul their preseason training processes and address signs and symptoms better. Uh, Virat Kohli will miss the next two test matches against England due to the impending birth of his second child. He's already missed the first two in the series. The five-match series is tied one all. Exciting series. Obviously, you were young when you were competing, but... Would I have missed events for... Mm. Well, swimming's unique in that you might have to wait another couple of years to get another shot. So, without having gone through it, I'm going to say that I would have played or swum. Mitch Moses played the major semi. Yeah. And his wife was giving birth, right? Did he miss it? Yeah. 
He missed, they were playing in Townsville against Parramatta, uh, against North Queensland. Well, they made the grand final anyway, so mm. worth it. Uh, Western Sydney Wanderers coach Mark Rudin. Hey? It was last year. Hey? It was last year. Oh, last year? No, was it, it was, it was a grand final oh, year. Oh, then he went to the World Cup. And then he went to the World Cup. Yeah. Mm. See, this is what happens when I don't do my own research yes, and Dan yes. butts in. No, it wasn't Dan's fault. He made the grand final. Yeah, worth yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Western Sydney Wanderers coach, depending on who you speak to, it's either Mark Rudin or Mark Rudan has doubled down on his comments about A-League officials, now going further by criticising A-League management. I can go on and on about a lot of situations within our game um, that, that disappoint me, you know, from, from top to bottom. We've had CEOs who are running our game who, have never, who haven't really had skin in the game. You know, Ben Buckley and, and David Gallup, good guys, no dramas. But unless you actually know this game and have been involved in it for the last 40 years, from the NSL era to the community clubs and, 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 and how that started and until the A-League and how that formed and, and how disappointed a lot of the community you know, established clubs were. And then, you know, unless you understand all that and all the internal bickering and fighting and, you know, and understanding how to speak to people, I mean, managing situations is all about people and communicating, you know, and we still get it wrong. The lack of communication last year with the grand final in Sydney. You know, these are all issues that our game has that could, can and, and, and should be avoided. But for some reason, we keep still doing this and making the same mistakes over and over again. And here we are, you know, other codes just, just you know, in the background laughing at us. Hmm. A-League, riveting. Uh, hey, I forgot to return servants. Hey, would you still turn up and fulfil your work duties when your wife's giving birth? Um... Yeah, depending on what I'm doing, and but obviously I'm going to try and, and be there for the birth. Yeah. Um. Last year was uh, last bub was convenient. It was on a Sunday, which I don't work. Okay. And then I did three sixty the next night. There it is. On very little sleep. He shows up NRL three sixty. That's why you're on the big bucks, MC. <laughs> Give us a call on the open line. Discuss any of these issues or any other topic you'd like. Give MC some love advice. The lines are available now on one three hundred oh one eleven seventy. We're here for Bryden's Lawyers. Unable to work due to injury or illness, contact Bryden's Lawyers. In just a moment, we'll take a deeper look at some of the big NRL stories. Uh, some big ones coming from the Courier Mail's Peter Bedell, your workmate. Bomber. Welcome back to Summer Breakfast. Yeah, with James Magnuson and Michael Karianis. And joining us on the line, Miss Ollie, is the great Peter Bomber Bedell. Bomber. How you going, champion? Good morning, boys. How are you going? I'm well. I'm well. You've been busy, mate. The back page story today regarding Peter Volandis and a potential blockbuster deal for TV rights in America. Can you explain this to us? Yeah, absolutely. So, look, the Vegas venture is really kicking off for for the NRL, and it can be a real fiscal bonanza for the game. Now, I spoke to Peter Volandis yesterday, and he's very confident that not only do we have obviously a lucrative TV deal here in Australia, of course, but they are now spreading their tentacles to America. And, you know, in a first for rugby league, these two doubleheaders in Vegas on March the 3rd will be shown live on primetime television in America on Fox one. It's a, it's a huge coup for rugby league to have the Broncos roosters and Manly South live on primetime TV in America. It will go to a market of more than a hundred million Americans. So that's a, that's, one great step. And then as an adjunct to that, guys, they're now looking to have that deal extended to five years. So five years of the doubleheader being shown live on American television. And ultimately, the longer-term plan 
is for live weekly games during the NRL season to be shown live on American TV. So this is stage one, the doubleheader live in America, but down the track, Peter Valandis believes that, that we can have regular NRL games shown live in American TV, which would be huge given the population base over there. It could be a massive win for rugby league. Hey, Pete, was that you I saw lining up behind some of the NRL players at the American <laughs> Consulate yesterday? <laughs> yeah, look, I, I'm not saying anything about my dark past guys, <laughs> as a bra boy from, from Maroubra 2035, but... Um, yeah, I had to go to Lowe's and get a cheap suit, James. So, yeah, thanks for your support, mate. Thanks for outing me there. Well, what, what, how do you expect that to play out? Obviously, there was interviews yesterday, a few more to play out today. Do you, do you expect everyone to, to get on the plane, not just get on the plane, be allowed entry into the US, Bomber? Well, look, guys, I, I can't see any issue for most of them. Look, from what I understand, talking to Peter Valandis, look, naturally, they'll probably have the support of the NRL. They may get character references, some of them. But I think most guys may just have to disclose some previous indiscretions. And after interviews with US authorities, you would hope they get the rubber stamp. Although, look, there may be some that have some bigger issues. I mean, Reese Walsh, the Broncos' young gun, he had a cocaine issue a couple of years ago. He pled guilty to that here in, in Queensland and uh, subsequently was fined during his time at the Warriors. So he may have to explain himself. I'm told he did yesterday at the consulate. So, look, I, I can only hope, Mick, that with the support of the NRL and, and some of the heavy hitters there that they'll all get the green light. We certainly hope that no guys are blocked because if a, if a Reese Walsh was blocked, it'd be a disaster for the Vegas mm. venture. So let, let's hope they all get the green light and we just see the best footballers over there at Allegiant Stadium. How are you finding it with Desi Hasler <laughs> up north of the border now? Have you had any dealings with him yet? Uh, but uh, look, guys, he's, the reports I've had is that he's been outstanding. I've spoken to a couple of Titans players. I've spoken to some managers of Titans players, and they say they're raving about Des, and they're saying he's definitely brought a harder edge. They, I think they had to have a more intense edge to their training and their overall mm. collective attitude. And I, I believe, guys, for too long, the Titans have had a soft underbelly mentally. But I think physically they'll be a fitter team this year, and I think mentally they'll be a sharper team this year. So I think I think we're going to see good things from the Titans this year. They're on the up, and, and I think if they needed a hard edge, Des Hasler is the man to do it. Over-unders on Queensland teams in the top eight. I'll give you a line of two. <laughs> Mate, can you, what are your tips, James? Give me something. Well, give me something. I, I'm, I'm tipping Brisbane and Cowboys in the top eight. Can the Titans yep. or Dolphins steal a third spot? I love the Dolphins lineup this year, maybe mm. just a little short on halves, but the Titans are the dark horse. Their squad on paper <laughs> looks awesome, but they just never seem to pull through. Yeah, look, it's, it's a good point, mate. Look, I've, I've got to be honest, boys. I think the jury's out a little bit on for the Broncos with me. I, I, they've just lost so many key players from that grand final squad last year. Like They've lost four key players, um, led by Kurt Capewell, of course, Tom Flegler, who was outstanding, Herbie Farnworth and Keenan Pagliasia. They're, they're, they're huge losses. So, look, I think they make the top four this year still, the Broncos, whether they go all the way with some of the erosion of their talent, I'm not sure. And let's hope Adam Reynolds, their halfback, stays fit. I think, guys, you're right there, James. I think the Dolphins can be the big improvers. I like what they've added with Flegler and Farnworth. And I think Avarillo signing from the Dogs, he'll be very handy out wide with his speed. So I think they're a real improver. Guys, I'm worried about the Cowboys. They had a disappointing year last year. And 
I just think if Todd Payton doesn't get it right up there, I, I can't see them making the finals unless they have a, a quick start. So, yeah, look, all four teams up here, they should be competitive. The Titans have every reason to think they can make the finals. We've got a text message here for you, Bomber, regarding Tavita Pangai Jr. It's from Anthony and him signing, potentially signing with South Logan. You've been all over this Tavita Pangai Jr. story. You spoke to him last week for, for the Sunday papers. What's the latest with Tavita? Yeah, MC, I broke this story this morning overnight. Look, yeah, he's so my information is he's very keen to make his way back into rugby league via the, the Host Plus Queensland Cup. So it show, he wants to show that he's serious about rugby league. I mean, obviously, he wants to keep boxing and, and juggle both sports, which he believes he can do. But if he does come back to rugby league, his first step will be looking to go to South Logan, which is a feeder club to the Broncos. So he'll have a fight in March and then look to join South Logan, who are coached by Carmichael Hunt, with whom he has a good relationship. Mm. He'll join them around April and then try and build some match fitness with 10 or so games before he hopes to return to the Broncos. Now, the Broncos haven't made an offer at this stage, but they do have salary cap space. So if he was in the cap at around 250000 my mail is they could afford him if they wanted to sign him. So is that able to be signed off on, given that he would have been on a deal worth 750000 this year with the Bulldogs? They can just get him at a pro rata rate of two fifty, and that's fine on the cap? Yeah, that's exactly right, James. So what they do is they divide his, his nominal figure, so the figure they would rate him at, which let's say that's 750000 given that was his Bulldogs contract, divided by the 27 rounds. Mm. They work out the, per, the figure per game. And then gotcha. they times that by the amount of games he plays. So if he plays 10 games, for example, for the Broncos, it's about $270,000. So okay. the, Bron- the Bronx could pay him less. They could pay him, for example, 150, But the 270 figure would be the figure that goes into the cap. So that, that avoids cap rorts and clubs mm. trying to get guys on the cheap. How do you think that halfback at South Logan would be feeling about having Tavita coming there when he said he doesn't like taking orders from little halfbacks? <laughs> well, you might have a walkout at South Logan. Yeah. You'll be the only bloke playing for the Magpies. <laughs> and lots of signing and, and re-signing news at the Broncos of late. Ezra Dunn, you had Reynolds, um, Adam Reynolds yesterday. And, is and that done? Is that done, Bomber? Re- Reynolds isn't done yet, but I'm told oh. that will, it will be done before Vegas kicks off. So they're in the final stages now. They're just working out some third parties and, and post-football employment issues. Um, so I think you'll find, yeah, they'll do a 12-month extension for, for Renault in the next few weeks. And then after that, the great Reese Walsh, they'll look to, to upgrade him, which would be a real coup if they can do that. What's that worth? I mean, Sydney clubs would be champing at the bit to have a crack at Reese Walsh. 1.2, 1.3, this new salary cap. The world's his oyster. Oh, it absolutely is, James. I mean, I, I think he could certainly earn more if he went to Sydney, but um, as he realises, it's God's country up here, boys. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> and he, he's loving the suntan. Oh, look, I, I think he stays. He's dollar one to stay at the Broncos. Mm. He, he won't leave. It's just a matter of finalising the, the, the fiscal terms. But I believe, I believe he'll become a million-dollar man at the club eventually. Maybe not next year, but certainly in the years ahead. And it'll be a long-term deal similar to Ezra Mam's deal. So I think they've, they've got the uh, the makings of a premiership team there if, if Reese stays for the long haul. Seems like it's turned around now. It always was when I was growing up, the Broncos got whoever they wanted. Mm. We went through a short period there without having trouble retaining or signing new players. Now back to business for the Broncos. Is that right, Pete? 
Yeah, James, it is. And look, I've got to say, I mean, I've covered the Broncos now for 17 years, and I was there during the Seabold, Anthony Seabold years, and it was such a fractured group. They weren't a happy group at training, and I, I was there yesterday at training, and they're just they're just a happy team. There's a lot more contentment, and it's a credit to Kevin Walters. He promised to bring unity, and I see that in this young group. They're very close, and we always see in premiership teams, James, that the nucleus is having a young group that are young, local juniors that come through together like the Panthers, and the Broncos now have that base, and, and with their bedrock of young guns and, and the happiness in the joint and the, the fitness and the demands that are driven by their their high-performance team there, oh, this Broncos team is still on the way up. All right. Well, good luck with the visa, Pete. Uh, we'll chat to you soon, and hopefully we're talking to you around origin time about a famous Blues victory. Thanks, James. Well, I had my email this morning, boys. I've been approved. So see you in Vegas. <laughs> oh, I'm not coming. Enjoy. Uh, Look after Reedy for us. All right. There he is, Peter Bedell from the Courier Mail. This is Summer Breakfast. A reminder, Vossi and Brandy are back Monday.